Man, welcome back, everybody, to Soul Coffee in this beautiful new studio at our own home as we've been making some upgrades and we've been making some shifts as there's been some powerful, powerful changes the last several weeks and I needed to recuperate my energy to heal, to adapt, and to evolve and just to be able to be really still. And I was able to do that through the power of community at the Source Tucson as Dr. Charity, Dr. Noah, Dr. Ev, just calling in their energy in this episode, Dr. Brett, Dr. Kate, Dr. Danielle, Rachel, Katricia, Jeanette, like just our whole team. Um, so I'm just feeling really, really excited to return as I got Dr. Brett Jones, four-time veteran on the on the Soul Coffee podcast and hell excited to be able to have him here in this space as it just felt right, y'all. It just felt right as we're going to explore the power of what it means to be a human. Why is that important right now? And what can people do to be able to master their minds, master their bodies more, and just be able to get back into enjoying and connecting to one another and to themselves first and foremost. So welcome to y'all to the show, y'all. Dr. Brett Jones. Good to have you, bro. What's up, everybody? It's good to be back. <laughs> now, as an update, you know, last time I was on here, I was in the middle of the healing process uh, with an Achilles tendon rupture. And happy to report, you know, that that Achilles tendon has fully reattached and healed naturally. And uh, grateful for the challenge that was provided to, to showcase to the world, you know, what is possible when you when you trust creator, when you trust yourself and uh, you're willing to do the work with the uh, investment of time, energy and focus in the healing codes and the healing way. And so here we are um, more empowered with a greater capacity, with more coherence with uh, a better energetic geometry and ready to be of service. Mm -hmm. Oh, bro, let's dive in right to that juicy question with what you've noticed, you know, with what's going on with AI and what you're noticing with a lot of people efforting to automate and be able to just become more productive or more efficient or to progress. It seems as though from my perspective that people are just continuing to look out or without themselves versus look within themselves for mm -hmm. that power. I'd love for you to go in on what have you found to be so powerful about being a human in this time? Yeah. So, um, yeah, what is it to be human? <laughs> uh, to be human is, is to, to be of nature. Right? We're, we're born into this world, not born out of it. So we're born out of this world, not born into it. Uh, meaning that we, we come from all of it. You know, we, we are part of it all. And the, the less we perceive ourselves to be in relationship to nature, mm. the less we'll have relationship with ourselves. And um, we've been creating distance between ourselves. Um, with everything that we continue to produce uh, outside of ourselves. And that has come in the form of technology. You know, I, I was having a conversation with my brother Daniel Di Piazza uh, just two days ago. And tech, in a lot of ways, is the shadow aspect of ourselves. It seems to highlight a lot of the behaviors, the psychology, and even really has an effect on our biology in a way that shows the worst of ourselves. Mm. Um, you know, you can go into that with, you know, looking at The Social Dilemma, which was a documentary that was created, I believe, in 2020. And it was highlighting a lot of what had happened, you know, um, as we had our, really, our limbic system, our lower brain system hijacked um, by social algorithms and social tech. And it it drives behavior that is that is not a positive aspect of the human. It's only created a, a greater divide. I believe that the division that ha exists within the U.S. Mm -hmm. and really globally is m not just magnified but exploited Oof. by technology. Oof. Um, meaning that it's like a shadow that feeds itself. Meaning that um, it's continuing to grow on its own. And that is an element that I don't think a lot of people understand yet. That yes, there was a creation, but that creation has creations. That algorithm, right, is no longer even predictable by the people that designed it. I'm just talking about the social media engines. Um, what's been introduced uh, early this year, here we are in 2023, 
is what's called a language-based AI system, right? And the most popular comes from OpenAI, which is ChatGPT. And in this language-based system, um, they were able basically to deploy this intelligence to scan the entire internet, which that in itself is like mind-blowing, and then learn from the entire internet, which in some ways you can say consciousness. There is a relationship between what we know as the World Wide Web and consciousness as a whole, because right now, right, if you sit down and have an idea, and then you go to the web, you'll find something that's similar to that idea. Um, and so it is a representation of, at the very least, human consciousness, and some would say consciousness as a whole. And language-based AI, AI, though, has changed the game in a whole other way. And we had a dilemma already with social media, and that dilemma has not had a solution. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's getting worse, right? Uh, maybe you've noticed the trends. Maybe you haven't. When you know Facebook first launched, you would see only the friends, right, that you were friends with, and you would see posts in a chronological order. So which one of my friends posted last? And that's what is what you would see. And then they uh, changed the algorithm and the upgrade, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, was to see what you are interacting with the most. And so if you're going through your friend's post and you seem to be liking um, one of their posts, more than potentially another friend's post, then they would show you the ones that you were engaging with the most. And then over time, advertisements started to come in, right? And so now you might be seeing things that had nothing to do with your friends, but things that they think you might like, mm -hmm. right? And um, now you're getting suggestions for new follows. You're getting suggestions for this product and you're getting really suggestions that drive your behavior. Um, and again, those algorithms have started to supersede what originally created them to the point that um, the original designers, again, don't know how to even predict the behavior of what's happening. That race with social media was a race for engagement. So the more engagement, the better. The other trend that was happening there, right, was originally it was mainly post and text. Then it was pictures, and pictures became really popular, and it became even more popular with the launch of Instagram, which was primarily driven on photo. And then it went from photo to a bigger drive in video. Why, why, by the way, why was all this happening? Longer engagement times, mm -hmm. right? So the time I'd spend engaging reading a text versus the time I'd engage uh, seeing a picture and then reading the text as a caption versus the time I'd spend watching a video. And so when it first came out, you had long-form videos, right? Almost everything was 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know? Um, and what we've seen now is they don't really care about your engagement with one person. They care with engagement with the app. So how long are you on the app? And the neurochemistry, neurobiology, if you will, has been hijacked by these algorithms by the way these videos are shot in the form of reels, in the form of YouTube shorts, in the form of uh, TikTok, right? That the quick hit, boom, change of scene, new words popping on the screen, all of those um, are ways to keep you engaged. And again, they're going beyond, and this is kind of the, the part that needs a lot of discernment, which I do want to teach on discernment in this, is um, they're going beyond the human's typical, I'll say typical, capacity to choose to not engage. Meaning that most people will go on to a social media platform, potentially with a certain intention of I'm here for this. And then an hour and a half, two hours, three hours later, they're way off to where their original thought of why they were engaging on that. Oh, I didn't know I was going to watch two hour videos, two hours <laughs> worth of video on fucking cats or whatever right. the fuck it is. Right. It's like, and so they've, they've, they've figured out how to keep you engaged 
the new uh, AI language-based models, that race is no longer a race for engagement. It's a race for intimacy. And when I say that, meaning that the companies, because now there's companies, it's not just one. You know, because um, Google will have their own form, Microsoft will have their own form, and other people that are coming into the space are all trying to attempt to create similar to what, you know, OpenAI, ChatGPT did. They want to be the main resource in your life that you go to to ask anything and really to create anything. Meaning that we've already, with the social media engines, we've already surrendered our attention spans. And one of the powers of being human is focus. Mm. Is focus. Mm -hmm. We are creators by design from creative. In order to create in this world, it will require your focus. I tell my girl, because it's, it's energy and focus, right? I always tell people, you had uh, the unlimited energy and unlimited focus, you could create whatever you want in this world. Yes. Done. My daughter, Willow, one of the greatest sources of energy I've ever met in my life. She, like, it seems like it's infinite. I tell her, Willow, your, your energy is unlimited. Like, it's, it's, it's impressive. If you bring the focus to that, you will create whatever you want in this life. Oof. So where we're losing right now in the human is actually both. We're losing our energy and our focus. Daniel says, if you don't pay for the product, you are the product. So a lot of people are, are engaging with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube and whatever. Oh, it's free. Well, it's because you're the product. Well, so what's the product? Your data? Your information? Why? Because your data and your information can be sold so that you can be sold too. But it goes beyond that. What is data and information? Energy. Energy. Information and energy are like this. They work together. And so if somebody's got my information and or I'm giving my information and or I'm giving my data and I'm giving my intention and my focus, they are capturing my vital life force in essence. My creative will. If you can keep me distracted, you got my focus. But if I'm giving you my information, you also got my energy. We talked about this, I think, in one of the, one of the previous podcasts. You know, the, the, the Matrix was not a movie, it was a documentary. Mm -hmm. And again, people got this fucking image in their minds where there's, oh, uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not in that fucking capsule, right, of liquid with some, some uh, prong into my system, into the back of my neck, then no, I'm not being harvested. No, you're being harvested every fucking time you do this and you get fucking distracted. Period. It's got your focus and it's got your fucking energy. So when we talk about how do you build your energy, you go out into fucking nature. <laughs> it's really that simple. You connect with the earth, you connect with the water, you connect with the air, and you connect with the fire. Why? Because that is you. Not what you produced. That is you. Not a lesser form than you. Not something outside of yourself. That's all within yourself. And so there is now this, this race for intimacy to, to really mm -hmm. surrender more and more of your internal power and wisdom to something outside of yourself. Meaning that, uh, okay, I want to let's talk about the business side of it. I want to create this business idea. Uh, I'll go to chat GBT. Hey, can I have a prompt for a marketing plan in the top 10 posts I should make and blah, blah, blah. Like, so all of the creative sources that once again, used to be utilized by the human, you're giving to something outside of yourself. And then you're going to build trust and intimacy with that to lead your life. Here's an inherent issue with that. These systems that are being created have bias. It's already been exploited, right? It's not these neutral fucking systems. These systems have their own fucking agenda. One, from the creator of the system, but I'll tell you this, it's already, again, exceeded what the creators put forth. They are self-teaching. Mm -hmm. As of right now, 
The language-based AI, and I'm referring to ChatGPT, has a concept of mind of a nine-year-old. In the beginning of the year, it was three. In 2022, it was 12 months. That's a concept of mind. When it comes to actually computing power, right, um, it has already passed a bar exam. It's already passed MCAT. And it currently has 90% accuracy in research-based mathematics. You say, ah, oh, okay, what does that matter? Well, let's go a little further. Do you know what they're already doing with this AI? This is the year, and this is according to the people that um, created the movie Social Dilemma, which they uh, released a new podcast called The AI Dilemma. They said that this year is the year that all content-based verification fails. Every, every content-based verification fails because the system, you can utilize the AI system to exploit weaknesses and security breaches and everything. They already have technology right now that only needs three seconds of your voice to completely emulate your voice with full sentences, paragraphs, everything, right? So let's give you a situation. I call Jamal. Hey, Jamal, uh, we were calling about the plumbing that you uh, had scheduled uh, for 12 p.m. Jamal says, oh, I didn't have any plumbing scheduled. Three seconds. I got his voice. I call Jamal's parents with his voice. Hey, Mom, this is Jamal. I'm at the hospital, and they're asking for my Social Security number. Can you please give it to me? I don't have it on me. In Jamal's voice. It goes further. They can do this with video too, right? So now you can take, again, if there's a video clip with you that exists anywhere, man. and I imagine there's audio clips if you're on fucking social media, so they don't even have to call them. They just get it from, they just download it from whatever, put it into the fucking system. Now they can produce video and audio that sounds like you. You thought scammers were bad before. Mm. But not only this, they're going to be able to do this for basically any verification system that you've utilized um, that is passcode, that is whatever, uh, and it, there is no regulations on it yet, right? Because there's this race, right? In the name of profit, in the name of progression, mm. in the name of business. Mm. And I'll tell you right now, what's getting left behind is the human. Mm. Um, this will be the year that your eyes and your ears fail you. You're not going to be able to trust what you see or what you hear, nah. period. Even if you got a blue check, <laughs> Okay. Um, so what's that mean? Well, it means a lot of things. Um, one of the things that it means is the value of feeling is going to become the human's highest commodity. Oh, yeah, go deeper. Because thinking, right, you'll be tricked by your mind. You'll be tricked by your brain. You'll be tricked by what you see and what you hear. And most people... I would say 90% plus, right? Why? Because the patriarchy, right? So in patriarchal systems, we value thinking more than we value feeling, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so 90% plus, and this is not just male-female, by the way. This is the majority, the mass majority, both female and male. Primarily, that's why I say, most people say, hey, what do you think about this? Uh, tell, me, tell me what you think about it. Uh, this is what I think about this. And it's like everything's thinking. Your thinking is already, already superseded, surpassed by AI. Even previous to the language-based AI systems, right, you, you could not control your mind in focus when going on the social media platforms. Well, take whatever the trickery, the mind fuckery, if you will, that happened on social media systems, times it by like a thousand of what's going to happen with language-based AI. So what I highly suggest the majority start to focus on is what they feel. Because the human emotion, right, is actually one of our biggest assets, there's multiple things you can get into there. I'll start with a few, right? One of the ways we create in this world, and we talked about focus and energy, is the power of emotion. Because emotion is energy in motion. When we are experiencing elevated emotions, we open up our portal to create. 
when I say portal, it's like one way of things like the, the, the energy you are, um, sending out and receiving in, right? So some of you would maybe imagine a cylinder, if you will, right? That portal opens up in our ability to receive in a vibration and express in a vibration when we are experiencing emotion. That's why any big emotion you've had an elevated emotion is most tied to your memory, Right? It's something that triggers in the brain and, and why we store that information. What storage of information is a storage of energy. So it had an energy to it. And that energy is what we can create with. So emotion is the human's greatest asset in creation. But not only in creation, our ability to feel will help us better discern what is real. I'm going to say it again. Mm. Our ability to feel will help us discern what is real. That is going to be the the biggest, craziest, mind-blowing, altering aspect of our lives moving forward is what is real. Some of you probably already felt into it, you know, throughout 2020, 21, 22, like I'm being presented these facts. I'm being told these things from my government. I'm being told these things from my healthcare providers and the CDC and the WHO and all. And it's like, there was already was like, is this real? Are they lying to me? But most of you were going here, trying to think your way through it and wondering why you kept getting fucked up. While there was a few that felt the fucking lie from the fucking beginning. That, what, that experience that you might have experienced during that time, which I don't have to fucking say what it is, you know what it is, is minuscule to what's about to happen. So where do you need to put your training? Into feeling. Into emotion and into discernment. So we can discern on multiple levels. Right. To me, the first level that we have discernment with is with our self, right? The the ego, right? The the lower cap self. And in that discernment, we're gonna feel into our physiology, right? What is an inherent yes or an inherent no? Simple. What's an innate truth or an innate false? Right? What is a what is an inherent asset or liability? And what I, what I try to teach people is that we all have a mechanism for that. It exists within us. It's built into our biology. Yep. The most common feeling for that is that a yes and a truth will move up and feel lighter. Something that is a false, right, or something that is a liability in our lives, um, something that has consequence, something that's not in alignment is another way to say it, is going to compress, it's going to feel heavier, and it's going to move down. So this is alignment. The opening. Think about that even as an action. What does fear do? Close things down. Fear closes you down. Fear will lead you to the dark side. What does love do? Opens you up. There's only two main energies in the world, fear and love. Mm-hmm. So you have love, that which is in alignment with the universal nature of all things, which is going to move up, feel lighter, and expand you to universal consciousness. And you have fear, which will close you down, separate you mm-hmm. from reality, creating the illusion, right, or the falsehood of what is real. Love is real. So you have it on the small self, right? That inherent mechanism to feel into it. You also all have it at the level of the soul, right? The soul, you are within the soul, and that soul has existed since existence. It's part of the all. It's part of the spirit, but it's not the whole thing, right? It'd be like a ray of the sun or a cup of water out of the ocean, this soul element, that can discern at an even higher level because now it's not just discerning based on this lifetime. It's, it's discerning based on all lives it's lived before. So now you're connecting to the ancestral soul part of you. Typically, the way I experience it when connecting to the soul, it has a different tone. When connecting to the smaller part of you, right, that of this personal reality, the Jamal, the Brett, the Alex, the Brittany, right, this lifetime experience of self, I find that vibration to be weaker 
and higher pitch. When I connect to your soul, the soul has depth. Think about it from a vibratory standpoint. And as a chiropractor, you can almost think about it as like the neuroplastic effect of the myelinating of the sheath of the nerve, right? When something's been practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced again, it gets a thicker wrapping. So that thicker wrapping has depth. You ever meet somebody and be like, man, that's an old soul? Why do you feel that? It's because when they're speaking, it's not just speaking from their small self. They're speaking from a larger self. They developed more capacity. It has a, a greater vibration. It has a greater strength. So can you listen and feel into the sound of your soul? And then you go up to spirit. And based on what your potential faith or religious practices are, this is where you have time to be in communion with that which goes beyond your soul, that connects to the all. Jesus would be like a, a bridge to that, to God, right? Uh, so for those that have ascended masters in their life, there's bridges to get to spirit. And you can connect to spirit, to God, to Wankatanka, to whatever you call it based on wherever in the world you're coming from. And now I'm bringing forth Whatever's going on in my life, I'm opening the vessel in a vibratory standpoint and opening the portal through prayer or through question or through intention and then allowing myself to receive in what I feel. So there's different practices to get there, right? So one of the practices could be going to worship, right, in a church. When you're in worship and the music's going and you're singing, you're calling out the hallelujah, that opens up your portal. That opens up your field so you can experience God. What about when you're in a group with breath work? You're opening up the portal. And if your intention is to, is to meet your maker, if your intention is to, to unite with God, what a great way to do that. What about going deep into meditation? What about going deep into a fasting practice? What about going on a long-ass hike? What about being part of a greater ceremony? There's many ways to do it. But what you're doing is you're looking to open up the portal even bigger, an elevated state or an unordinary state of consciousness so that you can go beyond the small self, beyond the soul, and receive the wisdom from that which knows all. And can you receive it in a way that you feel it? That is what is going to be required if you want to keep your human going beyond 2023. Mm. Mm. Feel free to have a breath. As I, think we're, I think we're finally warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> so many things came up in that flow, which was beautiful. And I think it's essential, of course, to be able to create space as a lot of people get lost in once more this productivity, this doing, doing, doing. Mm. So many providers just serving but there's they're actually the product filling and giving energy to the systems that be whether it be western medicine that is disconnected from giving a shit about their health their well-being and then they're burdened with the task of needing to navigate the different demands of life of trauma of responsibilities of family of work or of whatever it may be so uh, what i found with a lot of providers and you've heard this a lot of people Think that they don't have a lot of time to heal or to take care of themselves or from what i found they're just they don't even have the space to breathe so healing is such a mm -hmm. far concept for them that you know it's not even talked about in today's society as we're in a society that's focused on symptom repression manipulation and fear and dis-ease mm -hmm. versus the entity that we focus on mm -hmm. as chiropractors which is quality of life health and well-being mm -hmm with what you just offered, what do you think is a potent bridge into offering to people how to connect back to their health? I think a reframe. Healing is what creates the capacity. Mm. So many don't want to go into healing because they don't think they have the capacity. Yes. It's the same reason a lot of people don't want to meditate because they don't think they can focus. Oh, that's good. <laughs> You're like, I don't have the space and I don't have the energy to go into the healing process. Well, that's exactly why I need to fucking heal. Right. I don't have the, the, the time to have the attention to focus, 
to go into meditation. Well, that's exactly why you need to fucking meditate. So there's been a, a, a misperception around healing that needs a fucking reframe. You go into a, a healing space to discover the potential energy that lies within. Turn it into a kinetic energy with flow, which then gives you a greater capacity to do everything you want in your life. Yes. Right? So the, the sickness, the dis-ease, the disconnection, the fear, all creates a compressed energy that is stagnant and not moving and disconnected from the whole. Mm-hmm. It's separate. Healing will allow you to go in and discover why that is. And in that discovery of the why and feeling it, you allow yourself to heal it. And in healing it, you're creating that energetic flow again. Life requires flow. Life requires movement. So if you got a bunch of stagnant areas in your life and you're feeling energetically, energetically depleted, then I would say the main priority in your life needs to be to figure out how to get those things back in motion. Simple. I think you could stop there. Mm-hmm. I've learned to think that it in chiropractic, focusing on the nervous system and actually expanding that which funnels everything in is responsible for this life. You got to create bandwidth. But healing is what creates the bandwidth. As health is the entity, but healing, it's the journey mm-hmm. back into expanding your bandwidth and expanding and creating space for once more. Mm-hmm. What then you can actually do with that because then... That's when you get back to quality of life, you get back to presence, you get back to being able to have the wherewithal to do what it is that you actually want to do. And Mm -hmm. I say feel the things that you actually want to feel Mm -hmm. as that's what's important to live an intentional life, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people, they've been living as as a victim, as a byproduct of once more someone else's intention. So in the previous offerings with Dr. Brett, you know, he talked about the tone of faith. He talked about breaking through the matrix. This is all an opportunity for us to be able to create the lives that we actually want to versus the lives and the products of our energy that are going to then sustain other systems that weren't created for our thrivability, that Mm. weren't created for our wholeness, that weren't created for us to experience life. Because one of my most things that I'm excited for soul revival is being around a bunch of humans that are talking about the power of being a human and why that's so important because a lot of people have forgotten that man is a creative force is nature in motion and if we are the most creative force or channel in that realm well then we get to actually direct this ship so when Mm. people look like what's coming in for me it's like when people look without themselves to I can appreciate using AI as a tool to be able to increase productivity or to increase different things but for me what comes in it's like it's important to be able to yes recognize that in in its ability but it's still it's feeding something outside of us and what are we feeding it we're feeding it our intention we're feeding it our focus we're feeding we're feeding it our life force Mm -hmm. as you said not everything that is new is good for you (laughs) (laughs) not everything that is new is good for you we all have a choice to say, not for me. Period. Right? Um, I think, you know, when a new again, social media thing comes out or a new whatever, people think, oh, I got to do that because people are going to be on it and I can grow my followers that way and I can grow blah, 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 blah. And it's like, at what cost is what you have to consider? Mm-hmm. So I chose not to do the TikTok train, right? chose not i want to participate i saw what it's doing i saw i saw the way it works i saw the the distraction and for me i said no that's enough even trying to stay in this good place and good energy doing instagram right and so we have choices to make that's also a power of the human we were gifted the ability to choose and where you make your choices is where your energy is going to flow And a lot of people have been making choices in creating products from a place of sickness. I'll tell you right now, when you produce from a place of sickness, that production Mm. will continue the sickness. Mm. Mm. So we have all these fucking disconnections and sickness from the current way of life. And you're having these tech entrepreneurs create from that place of sickness. 
And you're saying, well, I got to participate because if I don't participate, then I can't keep up with the production. But I'm like, do you need more production? Right. Do you need more information? Here's an interesting thing, right? There was a guy, I'm not going to mention his fucking name right now. But he made this post the other day, giving the cheat code, right? Here's a cheat code to produce this whole podcast, right, based on a book he didn't buy. Right, so what you can do if you don't not aware, right? You can go into some of these AI language-based systems, and you can give it a prompt. So, say the prompt is, "Give me um, basically like the Spark Notes or the Cliff Notes of name the book." You could use my book. Give me the Cliff Notes, the top twenty points of know who the fuck you are, right? I give you the top twenty points. All right, write this up as uh, a podcast. Damn. And now I'm gonna deliver a pod. Here's the crazy shit. You can give three seconds of your voice, produce a whole podcast from three seconds of your voice that sounds like you doing a podcast on my book that you never read and didn't pay for. And now what we have is a tech version, right? An artificially produced thinking, producing more information for people and the reason they do this, well, if I do it this way, because I don't have time to actually produce the podcast. I don't actually have time to say the words. I don't actually have time to read the book. I don't actually have time. You name all these things I don't have time for, right? Right. So I don't have time to do all these things, but I know that if I have a podcast that, per, that uh, posts three times a week, two times a week, five times a week, name the number there, that I'm going to get more followers. And if I get more followers, but here's the shit. One of the greatest uh, causes of sickness and disease, we said fear, is also disconnection. What does it matter if you have more numbers on a screen that are following you that you have no connection with? The only thing that comes up in my mind, it's more dollars to you. Because if I have more numbers, then maybe I can generate more numbers when I go to sell this product that you probably also didn't fucking create. Just stop for a minute. Is that okay? Ethically? Morally? What are your principles? Where are your principles is the question. And maybe you're like me. I've noticed we don't need more information. Mm. We need more integration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we mm. need more healing. We need more feeling. And that is what's going to help evolve the human. Because the human is not evolving right now. The human is in a state of de-evolution. Yep. And if you can't see it, I'm sorry. Are you the human? Take you. Put you out in the world. Remove all of your devices. Are you more capable or less capable than you were 20 years ago? A hundred years ago. Compare yourself to your fucking ancestors. Are you more capable as a human or less capable? You, the human. Not you and your fucking devices. That's what I want to know. So then is the human evolving or is it de-evolving? Yeah. I think it's clear to fucking see. Mm. So if you value humanity, we have to make some changes. And I'm telling you right now, you're going in the wrong fucking direction. You're going in the wrong direction. One of the biggest problems with this world is nobody wants to admit when they're fucking wrong. It's okay to be wrong. By noticing where, you, where you've been wrong and where you've made mistakes, that's how you get better. If you don't ever notice where you've been wrong and where you've made mistakes, you're not just getting stagnant, you're getting worse. Because mm. now you're full of fucking shit. And or take the time to reflect and see what points you've been missing. What are you not Have aware others of? others reflect to you what you've been missing. Real Which people. is the value of fucking community. Mm -hmm. Why I've always thrived in community. Because I got people checking me. Right? I'll be willing to be transparent when I'm having a fucking hard time. And I'll ask for feedback. How was that for you? And I can give feedback. If you're not in community and you ain't getting checked, I can almost guarantee you ain't grown. So humanity as a whole needs to take a, a big look at self. And again, majority don't give a fuck. That's what people don't understand. Majority of who's creating all of this shit in the means of money so they can put more advertising dollars to keep shit in front of your face so you stay fucking distracted 
more distracted from who you are, the more we move away from why humans are here in the fucking first place. So what do we need? We need that deep self, internal reflection. We need to heal. We need to focus as a primary on our healing so we can actually discover what our needs are so we can get our needs met. Mm-hmm. But I would say the mass majority have no idea what their fucking needs are because their needs are being fed to them from algorithms. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering why you're scattered and you're wondering why you're burnt out. You're wondering why you're overwhelmed. You're wondering why you can't focus. You're wondering why your stress levels are at all fucking time high. You wonder why you can be sitting in a fucking room by yourself feeling anxiety. That's fucking crazy. That wasn't the biological design of the human to be in a completely safe place and not feel safe. You're wondering why you got all these fucking fragile-ass nerve systems out there. Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Fragile. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking fragile. The, the smallest fucking thing people can't take anymore. You want to know why? Because they're sick. They've been sick. And they've been sick. We're not designed to become more and more fragile. <laughs> That's not a state of evolution. We are de-evolving. I'm saying you're going the wrong fucking direction. You need to turn back. I made a mistake. Oops. <laughs> I think it's so important as... Oh, we were talking with Annalise, one of our good friends, and she said, no, the species is compromised right now, meaning it's in a state of perpetual dis-ease. And, you know, he's seen uh, Ancient Apocalypse, uh, appreciating some of Graham Hancock's work and, you know, what he's highlighted. And, you know, there's been this flood every 12 or 13,000 years that's mm-hmm. wiped out the species. Mm-hmm. And Annalise reflected something at me, Poe, and it was like, it's not a physical flood even beforehand. It's a flood of thought. It's mm-hmm. a flood of the mind. Mm-hmm. As people are so overwhelmed as one thing that's very important. You said, you know, people keep feeding more and more information. Then there's more information with uh whatever systems of automation are out there to then just not highlight the energetic exchange, which is important, which I think that there's an element of like fulfillment and emotions and support. As I think humans are here, they're here to love. We're here to adapt. We're here to evolve. And we're here to grow. We're here to be alive. We're here Mm -hmm. to experience that aliveness together. And when there's so much overwhelm of information, well, then we get people blowing out of their nervous systems and then they're walking around like this. And then they keep walking around because they've surrendered the ability to get their needs met, the ability to feed themselves, the ability to be able to uh, to be able to be self-sufficient mm. because they're less durable internally. I picture like a glass like brain and spinal cord. That shit gets fractured. That shit gets blown out. So then the then byproduct of that is flight, fight or freeze then majority of people are operating in this sympathetic dominance when that wasn't supposed to be thing forever. That's just supposed to be when there is a lion coming at you or a mm-hmm. saber-toothed tiger coming at you. But now people can be in a room by themselves, which is the wildest point that you made, and they're experiencing this anxiety. But anxiety is a byproduct of not feeling safe. So then the body's like, oh, shit, there's something here that I need to now mobilize these very primordial sources mm-hmm. that are meant to go beyond because the stress response, it's supposed to lead to superhuman activity mm-hmm. for short periods of time, like the granny lifting a car up or s- people going beyond things. Mm-hmm. And instead of leveraging the stress response for our thrival, we are now getting bodied by it mm-hmm. and buried by it, which is fucked because it's almost like our biology is now being harvested by insert entity here, which is then keep burying the human alive underneath mm-hmm. themselves. Yes. As you were speaking, something was channeling in. Let's take it further on on what Annalise said. We are a microcosm of it all. And so it doesn't matter what you study. There's always been uh, a teaching there. You know, one of the ways it got communicated uh, from the Egyptians was talking about the net. So that we are all intertwined in this net, like a tensegrity structure. And so whatever we are experiencing, the world is experiencing, the earth is experiencing, we create our own natural disasters. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about it. 
And so that's what is, yes, I, I resonate with that completely. We've created our own floods. We've created our own tornadoes. We've created our own hurricanes. We've created our own uh, volcanic explosions. We've, we've, we've created it all. This world will only exist if it deserves to. And as of right now, the human being has become one of the greatest sources of liability for this earth. Liability. Based on its behavior. W many have forgot the original ways that we are here to be in relation with it all. Nice. Not as a dominant. No. Not as a manipulator. But when you start manipulating the skies and manipulating the waters and manipulating the earth and everything for your benefit, not thinking about the whole and not thinking about the all, there will be repercussions. And so, you know, I study the Hopi prophecy as well. They say that we're in our fourth world right now. Right. And again, if you study other ancient civilizations, there's been times again, like the every 12 to 13,000 years of this mass, uh, disaster event right that basically wipes out everything um, and it's kind of reborn and in the Hopi prophecy which you can go to Hopi prophecy rock which is only like four hours from here you can see you know they basically there's this drawing and there's two lines on this rock right and they kind of both start from an origin point and then one goes off the one that goes off goes through these different um, catalytic events they actually show World War One, World War Two was on this fucking rock as being the, the two of the big events. And there was a third. And after that third event, that was the end of that world, mm. except for the people that stood and stayed in the original ways. We don't give enough respect. I'll say this right now. This is very important. We don't give enough respect to our indigenous people. You know, as somebody who who's in relationship with those ways, you know, specifically connected to the Lakota. Um, but this goes for all indigenous people for throughout the world. They are the ones most connected to the original teachings of God, period. And we do not have respect or reverence for them as being really the holders of that consciousness mm. and the holders of those ways. And if you study indigenous cultures from around the world, you'll see how much they are connected to nature, how much connected to all of it, and how there's generally practices, right, that consider all the relations. And so as we've moved out of that, you know, I'll say we, I'm saying a good majority has moved out of that, um, there's going to be consequences. There just is. Uh, there's consequences for all behavior that is negative. Um, we've gone the wrong way. We need to turn back. Oops. <laughs> I agree. As uh, It's been powerful to be able to appreciate your journey with Sundance and being there with Lou and with D. Murph and George, like everybody. That was such a rich experience. Just be able to turn off airplane or put that thing on airplane mode. And then think that we saw a freaking spaceship coming in, which is wild. That was its own thing. Uh, but again, that's just technology. But back to it, there is magic out there. And there is so, such a potent reminder mm -hmm. of things as, you know, one question that I think is, I'm curious for you, your response is uh, when it comes to taking care of self or taking care of people or taking care of each other, you know, what does that mean for you? I think it always starts with taking care of self, you know, um, it's where we build our capacity to serve you know the, the more we heal ourselves the more we can help hold space to help heal others um, that's why self needs to be a priority and for many it's not you know especially for the, a lot of the providers right they're they're got this twisted way of thinking where they put everybody before themselves and by doing so um, not only do they burn themselves out they don't truly serve the people they're serving period Right? We will serve at a higher level based on the coherence of our own system. The main way healing happens is through field attunement and transference. I'll say this again. The main way healing happens is through field attunement and transference. Now, transference is a word I'm learning more from studying water. So water, right, when they say, so there's new, maybe you've heard about it, like structured water, 
when somebody says structured water, it's water that is coherent and well organized. This has been studied by different people. Uh, one of the the leads being Masaru Imoto, who wrote the Hidden Messages of Water, right, where he could uh, found a way to freeze water at a certain point that produced uh, crystalline structures, and then based on its environment either through sound or through word or language or field energy, it would structure to an organized structure, which would be structured and coherent, or a disorganized structure would be diseased and disconnected. And so we are 80% plus water. When you're in somebody's field, there is attunement happening based on the structures of your water and based on your uh, geometry of your energy the geometry of your energy and structure of your water are kind of one and the same i feel like water is the the medium of the energy mm -hmm. water gets structured through movement or we just having a conversation about what happens when we experience trauma or when we experience sickness or when we experience disease is the stagnancy in our system and just like if you have a body of water that's stagnant what happens you get disease when you have stagnancy of energy, you get disease. So one of the best things that we could do for anybody is to be the fully healed version of ourselves and be in proximity. That's it. Right? Love is the healer. So join the coherent field of love. Heal yourself. Heal your waters. Show up. Watch what fucking happens. I'm seeing this right now at the source here in Tucson. I was, you know, in the pre-show, I was saying, man, I've never seen God move like that. Like, it's just, it's the, the healing results that we're getting go beyond anything that's written in a medical textbook. Anything that people say is, is commonly possible. And you want to know why? Because the common is sick. Mm -hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. The average is sick. So when you live your life based on averages, and that's the whole Western medical system, the average fucking blood pressure, the average fucking heart rate, the average fucking labs, the average fucking this, not the fucking healed, activated, thriving, optimal well-being. What happens when you put a bunch of individuals together as healing facilitators that are continually healing themselves Moving the waters, moving the energy, being highly structured, coherent, organized, or uh, harmonized, right? What happens when you put those motherfuckers in a room? Well, it becomes possible. Well, we're seeing it at the source right now. A lot of shit that you say is not possible. Well, that's because you live your life in common, in averages, in sickness. So we have a capacity that goes beyond... Um, goes way beyond what most people think is possible. And many never tap into it. And I say, what a shame, man. What a shame. This life is so rich if you live it. Right? This life is so abundant if you allow it to flow through. So get the fuck out of the way. Do the work. Prioritize yourself. And in that, guess what? Your family heals. Oh, my goodness. When you start to heal yourself, you just step into your room. Your family fucking heals. You go to a meeting, the fucking business room fucking heals. You start to tune everybody around you. You wonder why everybody wants to be around you because they're getting attuned to fucking higher frequency, to more energy, to more life, to more love. Is there anything better than that? It ain't your hours that you put in. It ain't what you get artificial intelligence to do for you. This is you versus you. How good you gonna get? How clear are you going to get? How healthy are you going to get? How abundant are you going to be? And then you just be around people. And I'll tell you right now, physical presence matters. Physical presence matters. For the human, physical presence matters. That's how we make upgrades. Right? One of the, one of the greatest crimes against humanity was what they fucking did with distance with everybody in the last three years. You saw intelligence go down. Right? You saw kids get dumber. Like, no joke. You can look at the fucking studies. They got stupid. 
What do you think that was? Didn't have to fill the tumor. You saw people get sicker. You saw people get mentally sicker, more depressed, more anxious. Why? Because we're designed to be in community by nature. But yeah, you got them on laptops. You got them on phones. You got them separated. And you're wondering why the population devolved and got sicker. But guess what? It's not too late. Because ain't all doom and gloom. You're still alive, aren't you? So if you got a heartbeat and you got breath in your lungs, get the fuck after it. Heal yourself. So that you can serve and help heal others. Mm-hmm. Me and Lou and a uh, good friend Michael Tucker were masterminded a few weeks back and talked about triune of life, matter, force or energy and intelligence and in order for the intelligence to organize the matter in a more coherent organized way as nature is self-evolving organizing and healing kind of built that way it was awesome to be able to appreciate well the quality of the energy is important and this is where i think that we're not going to be able to be reproduced as chiropractors as we bring, of course, a different energy and we're literally mm-hmm. connecting to our people with our hands and attuning them to a field and things. But love is the fuel that then drives the evolution. But if you don't have an image of, you don't have an attunement to love, well, then that can promote this stagnancy. And when you were talking about the generations or you're talking about a workspace or you're talking about that mm-hmm. capacity, if love is absent, well, then, of course, the, flow is, the, the water is going to be absent or the energy is going to be absent. And love is to be felt. Love is not to be thought. Mm. Love is to be felt and experienced, not to be thought. You can't think love. You be love. You express love. You feel love. You are in the vibration of love, but you can't think love. Mm. And so if love is what's leading to our evolution, and it is, and love is leading to our healing, and it is, then you need to be in the proximity of love. And it's not going to come through your screen. Not in the way that it can in person. Mm. Speaking of in person, I hear you got a fire experience going on in Tucson, Arizona in late April. Yeah, if you've loved any of this fucking conversation, and hopefully you did, and hopefully it fucking challenged you too, and hopefully it's creating some self-reflection, get your ass to Soul Revival. April 29th through 30th here in Tucson, Arizona. This is our Wopila year. It's the fourth year, um, and we're going to have a, a big celebration. The concepts are going to be exactly what we're talking about, plus much, much, much more. So we got 15 speakers and healing facilitators. We have a DJ. We got all kinds of experiences set for you, and we created a, a two-day instead of a one-day so that we make time for community, mm. relation, planning and integration right so um i believe the greatest resource and commodity right moving forward we said yes feeling but also it's gonna be relationships and so when we are living in an unpredictable world and we are right with things moving in all kinds of different directions very quickly uh your relationships are gonna matter the most there will be a time where you don't have what you need i can guarantee you and when you don't have what you need does your community have what you need enter whatever there and so building community and having that be a focus uh of your priorities is gonna be very important and so that's why soul revival is here yes to help revive the soul in a good way you know and it's also here to help build community and so that people feel strong in their relations mm-hmm. amen we'll be sure to put some things in the show notes on how to register we got a discount code or two which is also good as anyone that's tuning into soul coffee would love to have you as this is a whoopee lot of year and it's the last time that soul Rival is going to go down here in tucson in this shape and form there's going to be more adaptations and evolutions of ways but man if you extract one thing may you be able to tune into the importance of getting your needs met of community as that goes beyond things as we're built for each other and maybe be able to tune into dr brett i believe you follow him on the instagram is there any way people can connect to you or any way shape or form brother yeah um i'm at the source chiropractic in tucson if you want to come heal uh we've created the environment to do that in and it was very intentional and uh the team is very well trained and the team is continually healing themselves to, for a greater capacity to be of service, you know, with the higher harmonics and harmony. And so I invite you to do so. Um, and yes, at this time, I am on Instagram, and you can see some of my offerings there. Um, and I hope to, to connect with you in person. Mm, amen. Well, y'all, 
it's good to be back. I missed you. I'm really, really excited to see what this new space really brings forth for us with Lou, myself, all of our community, spaces, places, and forums. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Share this with a friend. Connect with them truly. And maybe be able to create the space for yourself. And this, if this was valuable to you, feel free to leave a five-star review. Share it with a friend. Add me or Dr. Brett or Director Alex Liu on the IG. So we can just be able to show up for more people in love. So that way, ideally... They can feel it and know that it's coming from an authentic space. Blue check mark or not, this energy is blue checked itself. Till next time, peace.